that going for me. Oh, you I'm still short, so I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> we have not recorded a podcast episode in a while. And we apologize for that. Yeah, we do. But that was because we had school. School started back for us both. Yeah. Um, We had a lot of complications with, like, all the COVID stuff happening and... Just a yeah, lot what of are you stuff gonna got do? in our way. <laughs> yes. What are you gonna do about it? Can't just slap it in the face and tell it to go away. That's not how it works, Chief. Exactly. <laughs> but we have a very interesting topic today. We have had a very cool question from Will Holland. Tina Over conversations about dot dot dot. Please yes, go check it out. Please do. Tina it's has amazing. just heard it. I kept it a secret from her. I ke- I heard it on Monday. We we're recording this on Wednesday, currently. November 11th. Yes. And I heard this two days ago on Monday. And I was like, this is such an interesting question. I want that to be a topic for that episode. So this is our topic for this episode. Um, if this- I can, I will play the voice message now. Okay, so I have a question. I've already left a uh, title for a future episode. Uh, Manga, what am I reading? Or manga, depending on where you're from. So here's my question for you. So you guys mentioned that there was an anime episode. Stuff got lost. I get it. That happens. But here's my question. If you could write an anime based on your life, something awesome to happen in your life, it could be any event, you know, that happened in your life, what would that anime be and how would you make the story happen? Because, of course, you know, anime and stuff, it's a little bit different than real life. So, anyway, that's my question. This is Will from Conversations About Dot Dot Dot. I hope you enjoyed the question. I hope you all are able to use it. Myself. What would you think for your side of anime? Because I already know kind of what I want to do. I want to say something before I begin diving into what my anime life would be. Yeah, okay, go ahead. If any of our listeners are aware of the Mythos podcast run by the Roscoe Brothers, this is essentially the, this is not exactly it, but this is the equivalent to episode 12 of their podcast, which is the Jake Darkstride episode. Because, oh. But instead of a fan fiction, we're writing an anime. Exactly, but I didn't and listen I to that episode. <laughs> When we're done recording, you need to go listen to the episode, please. But it, I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on topic. Yes. Um, what would my anime be about? The first time That's I heard thing. that question, I was thinking for you, like, uh, The Lion April. I was thinking about that. Oh, yeah. Like in music uh, anime. Yeah, because if any of our listeners are not aware, uh, music has a very big influence on my life. Yes. So to make an anime based around music would be really cool. And um, to add on to Will's question, like, if we were to work with a company or, like, if there's any producers that we would want to work with, who would we want to work with? Uh, I would want to work with some of the animation team and... Uh, some of the music scores for uh, Your Lion April because it's a beautiful show. If, you, if you've seen the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I the have animation, it on my Netflix list, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> you need to watch it soon. It's very I good. wanted to watch the first episode. I was like, uh, no, I'm going to continue watching Kipo because I wasn't done at that point. <laughs> Kipo yeah. is an amazing show. 
This is anime we're talking about, Kim. Anime. I, <laughs> I, I do not care. Let me be with my amazing love of shows. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, you know what shows I've been binge-watching. Uh, of course I do. Do you remember names of them? Uh, Shira, Voltron. No, Shira is fucking trash in Voltron 2. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that in the other episode we had, but, like, uh, I, like, I have a different taste now, but Kipo is amazing. (laughs) Okay, but, um, if I, back to anime. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would want it to, but, uh, I don't know how to say this. But I mean, they're, like, kind of cartoonish animes, too. Yeah, but... For me, in my own personal life, it's a not a very interesting one. Do I have interesting stories I can tell? Yes. Is my life in general very interesting? No. That's a mood. I just I tell feel the that. really. I just tell the interesting parts so people think that I'm an interesting person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I do have some stories from my sixth and seventh grade years that would make for some juicy drama in an anime. And there was another uh, one that goes back to music, and I'll tell the story in just a moment. But this was in the same year that I was, like, that was during my sixth and seventh years, like, in between that time period, approximately. Um, I would, and this ties back to the whole GC drama thing, to play, and also ties back to the whole music thing. Uh, music even now, it's still kind of, like, a stress reliever for me. I could just input all of my fear- feelings. I can't talk. Yeah, it yeah. just inputs everything that I have and kind of just let it out for a few minutes. And I just yeah. remember one, I think it was spring or summer. I can't remember which one. But I remember it was sunny that day. I was sitting out on my front lawn with a ukulele and a cream soda, which I have now. You can't, <laughs> you can't see it, but I have yeah, it. Yeah, she has cream soda. I have Red Bull. Because, of course, I do. But I distinctly remember sitting out on my front porch and just playing Steven Universe songs to help me get my mind off of the stress that was going on in my life at the time. We and are the crystal I also... gems. Oh, that theme song I... like, for all seasons. Okay. Uh, but I also remember, um, like, I remember... I, the the person who delivers the mail walked by and they just smiled at me and that gave me hope for a little while and I don't know why but that's just like that memory sticks out to me so much. I mean, if I would and... hear like a small girl that you are <laughs> playing ukulele and singing, that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just like that's one of those small moments that I would input into the anime. And a lot of people might not remember it because it doesn't have any significant ties to anything other than it was in the time period where a lot of negative stuff was happening. But if that were in the anime, whether people would remember it or not, I would put it there because, oddly enough, that is one of those moments that just ties into my core being and just who I am through music and just playing. Yeah, it's, it's one of the more wholesome times in a relatively dark period of my life because the period of my life that that memory took place in was overall probably the darkest point of my life from just a general standpoint and I think 
some of those details I would input into the anime if I were to make it. Because that adds uh, extra characters, it adds detail to the main characters, it adds um, a conflict to the plot that needs to be resolved by the end of the season, unless you leave it on a cliffhanger. Um, but that's just one of those things that I would input into the anime. What would you put in, Kim? I kind of just rambled for a long time there. Well, since I have been watching a lot of shows that are not really anime... Except for Voltron. Voltron kind of comes at me, but I watched, like, one episode of the sixth season? It's eight seasons, I think. Maybe nine. But it it's, it got really bad. <laughs> but the shows I have been watching were, like, those really, um, what's this called? The, I gotta look it up. <laughs> Dystopian? Like, Wasteland? Yeah, with, like, all the monsters. Like, The Last Kids of Earth that I watched, uh, I binged that show, like, in a few days. I wanted to have a show based on that. And since I have been wa- watching um, The Walking Dead 2, it wouldn't have stuff like that I get into. Like, a futuristic, like, Wasteland series would make for good anime. If it yes. makes for a good reality TV show, it might make for good anime. Yeah, I, I would want that. Uh, I also wanted to... I all have I, I had a lot of um, good ideas that I think are good, since Lenny and I are having, like, this theme of um, Plague Doctor. I wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that actually gives me, like, a semi-decent idea if you were to make that a real thing. Uh? Like... Like, if zombies see you, like, just, like, the setting is, like, a uh, hundred or so years in the future, uh, every, uh, <laughs> a, a new infection has broken out, everything is going to, everything's going to hell, and the zombies all are, are still partly human, so they have facial recognition, and they're kind of, like, bloodthirsty for anyone that they recognize. Mm, or even yes, if they- blood. E- Yes, blood. <laughs> <laughs> But if they recognize you, or you look like someone that they know, they'll come, like, running at you and trying to kill you, and they won't leave you alone unless you escape from them, or you kill them, or they kill you. Or something happens to the zombie. But a way to prevent the zombies from looking at you would be to wear the Plague Doctor mask. Because it conceals your entire face, and therefore no one can know who you are. Yeah, so kind of like face blindness, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just recently watched a video about that. <laughs> so I was, like, oh, thinking coming about up that. coming own anime on the spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, should get, I should get, like, a notebook. I have a sketchbook behind me. Should I use that? I don't know. I mean, you can we just take, like, pens. We should. We can do, do a Google Doc later. Okay. I'll write this stuff down. Let me get my paper out. Yeah, uh, do What that. else did you have in mind? Uh, What else I had in mind was, like, uh, did I had all you li- watched Kipo Age of Wonder Beasts, right? Yes, those are like an anime about mutes. And and I did a drawing. I I I remember it. I saved it. I'm gonna send it to you. Um. But I love the plot about Kipo. It's such a good show, and I would really like to have like another show based on that. But maybe a little bit different. 
is there anything from Kipo that you would want to include in your own personal anime? Probably the the mute thing. Like, uh, you get injected with, like, uh, DNA of a mute, and then you can turn to Mega Mute. Oh. That's that's a good idea. And yes. because we were never specified what kind of anime we had to make, we can essentially make whatever kind of anime that we feel like we Exactly. Have. We can just Which throw a bunch of shit in a in like so in like a Google Doc and just mix it together. <laughs> throw some slice of life stuff in there. Throw some uh whatever it is. That's a three D, I need a two D. There we go. Uh, just, just mesh it all in. Make something. Yes. Okay. If we, now, what else could I put in my own personal anime? Just and, and don't I, think about, like, the music anime that you did. Think about something else. Like, okay, multiple animes. In, yeah, like, make different animes depending on our lives. Okay. Yes. I will, I personally really enjoy slice of life anime. And, like, very wholesome anime. So, I would try to make one of those. Because... If any of our listeners know me, they will know I am a very wholesome person, and... You are very helpful and very nice, and we share that trait together, (laughs) because I have the same problem. We are too nice. (laughs) Yeah, but I would make an anime about that. Just, like, a slice of life that would be interesting. A life about being too nice. Yeah, just, like, being too nice. And I have been like picked on in the past. For you know, you know that could nice be like a, a, a co-anime with us both because we're both too nice. Yeah, it could be like, uh, ooh, ooh! I just thought of something else. What do you thought about? You know how we're like on opposite sides of the world, essentially. Yes. What if we made an anime that dated back in the past for, like. Let's say it took place in, like, I don't know why, but I just feel like it should take place in China. Because there was this one uh, myth about the stars, how there were these two people that were in love with each other, but the girl's father did not allow it. So he made, like, the asteroid belt, or, I, I, I can't remember if it was an asteroid belt or a star belt. But I remember hearing that and just thinking, oh, wow, that, that's, that's deep. Yes. But I was thinking of, like, a love story forbidden by forbidden by location, forbidden by uh, culture, and I and it would kind of be, I don't know if it would be a really realistic anime, but I'm sure there are relationships out in the world where people are not able to see their loved one because of location or culture or family or whatever. <laughs> but I feel like that would make for a really interesting plot, especially if it took place in ancient China or Japan. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like it should take place in Asia. I just think that would make for a really good setting. Because of, like, the music and the clothing. Yes! I feel like that would make sense. And I feel like if I were to make that a real anime, I, for some reason, even though I've never seen... Even though I've never <laughs> seen it, I want some of the people from The Promised Neverland to be working on it. Mm, the Promised Neverland, Yes! I have not watched just, it, but I love it. I. I love the first episode. It's so dark. It's I love the art style. It's so I good. I just feel like some of the people who worked on the Promised Neverland should work on that anime. I I, I have seen the first episode. This is free on YouTube, but I think just in German. 
It's on Netflix, too. It's on Netflix, and, and, and it was on Netflix, like, 2018, I, I think. On Netflix, for, it's still on Netflix for me. What? <laughs> Bruh, give me, a, give me, like, <laughs> I want it. I want to watch it. Give me German Netflix. It has Ghibli movies. Oh, that one. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Ghibli you know, movie? Mary and the Witch's Flower? Uh, I want a witch anime. Oh, We're just coming mm, up with a bunch of Little Witch Academia. Oh my god. I'm just gonna What about start making... What about BNA? Burn Animal? The half furry anime? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean uh, half furry? <laughs> well it is true. Oh, we called it that in our last episode. I called uh B Stars the furry anime because almost all of the people in that it is were true. Furries. Almost all of the and people, everyone. You know, uh, uh, a few days ago, a few weeks ago, a teaser for season two of B Stars came out. I'm so oh, excited. Of course you are. You have, you, you, <laughs> you have a wolf character, Kim. The main character is <laughs> freaking B Stars. Lego wolf. she. <laughs> Lego man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm like, writing these down. Uh, You're I'm so just, like, stupid. <laughs> I know. I'm just, like, writing all of these down. And you we should. Can... And I'm just thinking, uh, like, I'm just, I don't know. I was oh, going to wow. say something. And I'm just writing them all down. And I think we should pick one and come up with a concise narrative for it in the end. Yes. We, we, let's just, like, brainstorm a bunch of different ideas. And then I'll read out the list, and whichever one we like the most, we'll do. Okay, so what ones have we talked about so far? Uh, uh, we talked about a dystopian one, a music one, a slice of life one, a witch one, looks like magic. And half-furry one. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Kipo kind of also counts as half-furry because most of the animals are like Anto. And Kipo is kind of like a half-furry because she's like a jaguar. Isn't that spoilers? No. <laughs> I mean, it isn't. It is in the trailer, and it is in the poster. Well, like fucking everything. Oh right. Okay. So, what other part of our lives could we make a good anime out of? I was thinking about an anime about like the sad feelings because I have been feeling really bad. <laughs> And you know That's, that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it, so. Um, um I just I'm putting examples by it. Like, yeah. like each one. Like each examples. So uh Mary and the Witch's Flower. I'm just I'm just like writing all of this down. Okay, what dystopian animes do we know off of the top of our heads? You mean like uh, uh what's it called? Zombie? No, no, no. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. Yeah, because uh, the Last Kids of School is also apocalyptic anime. No anime. Okay, mm-hmm. It's the a last cartoon. Kids on Earth. It's okay. an anime, but I uh, love the show. Even though it's a cartoon, it has some aspects that would be good in an anime, and a yes. furry anime is just. Uh, I DNA. adore the last book of the last the last kids on earth like of it's it's you do. it's not it's not say on netflix it's not seasons it's called book because the original thing is based on a book of course of course it is every good show or every good movie seems to be based on a book Kipo is like, actually cor- based on a comic 
Same point. <laughs> okay, what other ones do we know of? Okay, so like an anime about uh, emotions. Like, like when I think of an anime about emotions, I, for some reason, go back to your line, April, again because our main character. Uh, I can't remember his name at the moment, but our main character Wait. is. Ah uh, no, my tablet pen fell. <laughs> When when I actually go to emotions, um, I go to Madoka Magica. Okay. Because it's also very emotional. It's a very sad anime, actually. There's like a, like your Lion April and Madoka Magica have one thing in common. They are both disguised as really happy animes when they're in fact really sad. Exactly. Each, Madoka Magica their... like is like this pink joyful happy and then it gets really sad like i think in the, so kind in of... the third episode uh one of the character dies and it's so sad because like she was so happy that she finally has someone to fight alongside and then she fucking dies i i just thought of another one so we both have our experiences with uh, school and bad schooling moments and also good schooling moments. Yes. What if we What if we did one about that? And my mind, for some reason, goes to assassination classroom mm. and school rumble. Yes, assassination classroom. I love that anime. I, I watched it. Assassination classroom. Kokono um, Sensei. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Yes. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, what was the other one that I mentioned? School Rumble. Okay. We have a few ideas now. If we want to make, uh, and if we're gonna make, or should, should we come up with more ideas now, or should we just pick one from the list that we have? I mean, we can come up with more, more animes that we know. Yeah. What part of our lives would be interesting enough to make a whole anime out of? Okay, so let's assume each anime is big name, or like, decently big name yes. um uh it has two two to four seasons with each season having uh 15 to 30 episodes yes. what part of our lives would be good enough to be a big name anime that has two to four seasons with 15 to 30 episodes each or if we're lucky we hit it off like naruto and dragon ball <laughs> Cause Dragon Ball, we—that's like Dragon Ball is like basically the same every episode, and just like it, it, it takes time away, like fighting. Every everyone, everyone who ever watched Dragon Ball is screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. There are some episodes that are more mellow than others, and Kamehameha. some that have... That's the <laughs> only quote I know. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, quotable things. Like it's over nine thousand. That's one oh of the most yeah, over v nine thousand. Like, that is the most quotable Vegeta line. <laughs> but include, but assume, but just like if we if we do make it really big, and have our own anime and get really lucky like Dragon Ball did and spawn multiple shows, what would be good enough to spawn? What of our ideas would be good enough to spawn multiple? seasons and numerous episodes and possibly multiple shows i mean okay with 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 like the uh, uh can you can you, tell, can you say it for me english <laughs> dystopian 
Yes. Uh, they did, like, fucking, um, how many seasons? I gotta look. I think, like, eight or eight nine seasons. seasons with The Walking Dead, and it's just about zombies. But it's interesting, though, because apocalypses are not something that you need to take lightly. So if we do choose the dystopian one, we need a more serious tone to it. No, The Walking Dead actually has nine seasons. Yeah, it's a very big, long-stand-running show. And I think they got a spin-off show called Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, they And they also show. have a Father's Day special, The Walking Dad. Oh! Oh, yeah, I think they got a talk show too, like The Talking Dead, where they talk about things related <laughs> to The Walking Dead. I this is all this is all just from I know from people and family who have watched the show. I actually um I didn't know started watching it. Yeah, I well, I started watching it because I was like uh, I don't know I don't know if anyone like likes it. So I, I actually thought it was bad, but after I looked into it, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's a very really it's a really good show. But that's just because yeah. I like zombie animes of animes, mm-hmm. and, zombie shows of like, ep- mm. <laughs> say it again for long, long-standing apocalyptic, apocalyptic shows. yes, English. <laughs> um. Okay. My English so. is not the yellow from the egg. <laughs> that's what Germans say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what, okay, I'm still thinking, what other things could we make a long stand running show about? What part of our lives are interesting enough to make a show about? Uh, I kind of want to take some inspiration Hmm. from video games as well, because we both play video games a lot. Mm -hmm. And and there are a lot of things. This checks. Uh, we could do, like, a video game anime. I, I would be so inspired by Glitch Checks about a video game anime, though. Yeah, no, duh. Your, your name, your your online persona name is literally Glitched Kim. <laughs> a funny story behind, like, why I took it. My my first username ever on social media was Kim underscore the art girl. Like, everywhere. And then I I got Discord. I was like, uh, no, I'm gonna name myself Glitched Kim. And that was the name I had 2018 for Discord. And then, end of 2019, like I think like um, it became Glitched Kim by that yes, point. everything. Yeah, everything, everything just became Glitched Kim. Before that, I was ooh the unknown artist ooh, and then I got ooh Klimpy ooh for my YouTube channel, and then I was just Glitched Kim everywhere except for my YouTube. And now it's still just the ooh woo clanky ooh. Ooh woo. No. Well, how's it, how does the bot say it? Ooh w clumpy ooh w. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I'm still thinking. Yes. Okay, we could do a video game anime or. Oh, I just. I would love a video game anime, but. What I mean, it, it doesn't um, act. We can do an anime, but I think more like a Western cartoonish would be more interesting. Yeah, but the topic is anime. So I like I like your thinking though. The video game would the video game aspect would be would more closely pertain to Western um, cartoon. Yeah, I'm just saying glitch text because it is a cartoon, and I love the art stuff for this, and the animation and glitch text. So how they animate like the hair, it's so good. (laughs) Okay, like it looks like real life actually. How they animate the hair. Like, okay. for Mika. 
I like that idea, though. Instead yes. of focusing on what anime to come up with, let's focus on what, te- what team would we want to partner with. Okay, so for the dystopian anime, what anime has a good team that you would want to work with for this anime? So if mm. we were to make the dystopian apocalyptic anime thing real, what team do we want to work with? What anime, what people from what anime do we want to end up working with? Actually, when you said, like, again, dystopian anime, I was also thinking about The Last of Us. Ooh, that's a good idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because we want to do, like, comic about the one dream I had. <laughs> or, like, okay, so I'm just going to put them. We still have... want to do that. you got to write me the story out because I'm not a good writer at all. I yeah. should I should ask Smiter for some tips for writing. <laughs> yeah, but he's a very good writer. So I put exactly, the shows the shows or animes that we're taking inspiration from. So for the dystopian anime, we're gonna take inspiration from The Last Kids on Earth, and we would want to work with um the people from The Last of Us. But they do and... they but The Last of Us isn't an anime, it's a game. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean we can't work for, with the people from it. We could work with the animators. And the people who score the music. And you know what I think would be another you know, good one? You know, a 3D anime like they did with um, Beastars. Yeah, the Beast- that Beastars. Would be, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Because if we do it on the same engine... Wait, no. Would it still be an anime? We would have to make it look like an anime style while still keeping it relatively... Yeah, but they, they did that. At the same time. We have to make that work somehow. Yes. You know who I also think we should take... Like, if we were to make the dystopian anime real, do you know who I think we should work with? Yeah. With who? The people at Resident Evil. Mmm, yes! Because I know you love Resident Evil. I do, but I only saw Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and then I saw Resident Evil 5 with a separate Let's Play, and then Resident Evil 7 again from the Rascal Brothers. A.K.A. the scary one. It was not scary <laughs> at all, Tina. What are you talking about? Oh my it God. was nice, and and the family was just eating a nice meal, and nothing bad happened. Why are you lying to our audience? <laughs> Let me lie. <laughs> I'm out of soda, thanks. Okay, that's But it's such a nice a- anime. Mm-hmm. It's such a nice game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil 7 is an anime now. Fantabulous! It's it's, uh, it's a okay. beautiful anime. So, <laughs> if we were to make the music anime real, who do we want to work with? Like, what game or what show or what what game, what show, what? Because it doesn't. Because when we're working with someone, I don't think it has to be exclusively limited to just the animator anime team. Yeah, exactly. For the music anime. I actually I, think you're laying April. I have not seen much of it, but I like it. And probably the people from Madoka Magica. Ooh, because okay. they have the same energy if you want to go to a anime that has a really nice plot in the first place, but then gets like a bit sad. So, if we were to do a slice of life anime, who yes. do we want to work with? Hmm. I don't know, actually. Let me look on Netflix, actually, for some of the styles I like. <clears throat> if I think of slice of life anime, I think. <gasps> oh, you know what, what I you thought? Know? What you thought of? Lucky Star. Mmm, yeah, Lucky Star. I love that. I have not watched Lucky... much of it, but I love Lucky Star. It's not on Netflix, and that makes me sad. Well, At a friend I don't of think mine. It's on Netflix. 
uh, gave me a website where I can watch it. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's <Okay>. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's illegal, but I don't. I don't think it's that illegal because I don't think any show is illegal anymore to like watch okay. other websites. So, but yes, the Lucky other, Star. What other anime or game companies? Okay, think of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom I have Hearts. actually I not uh, seen a lot of Kingdom Hearts, but I think it's that what? one game where the Disney characters are, right? Yeah, that's, that's Kingdom yeah, Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to work with the people, if I were to make a slice of life anime, with Kingdom Hearts. That and also really for the cool. magic anime, I want to work with Kingdom Hearts. Because if you look at their most recent game in the series, Kingdom Hearts 3, at least to my knowledge, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the most recent. If you look at, like, the animation in it, it's beautiful. Like, in the, the in, both the in-game fighting animations and the cutscenes. They are beautiful. But there's a lot of cutscenes, so it's essentially like a movie with gameplay in between. The gameplay <laughs> feels great with that game, by the way. Oh, you know anime. what game we should work for, like, a magic anime, too? What? Genshin Impact. Genshin! I have okay, that game on PlayStation, and I love the style for this. It's like 3D Genshin, anime, kind Genshin. of. Genshin Impact Kingdom Hearts. Got it. Yes, and now, probably we Madoka Magica, or um, Tokyo Mimi, maybe? Tokyo Mimi! Yeah, that would be good. <gasps> no, 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 no. I got one, I got one, I got one. Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. I have not watched a lot of Sailor Moon, but I like it. I have watched a few episodes when I was younger. It's so good. <laughs> I can oh, imagine. Oh, I, I, know an- I know another one that's also kind of like... It's one that you watched more so, more so recently. Oh, wait, wait. And I'm gonna expose it to the whole world. And I'm gonna expose it to the whole world now. What is it? Winx Club. Oh, yeah, I hate the original show of, the, of Netflix. It's so bad. I watched the first two episodes of the original uh, show that recently came out of Wings Club. I hate it. I, I hate it. The you old one. It. You have such a passionate. The, the old <laughs> ones were so much better. The old ones were so much better. But, like, that's a magic show, right? Cause it's got, it, like, is, it is a it magic show, yes. Ooh, I, I just thought of another, like, another topic that we could do. A mythical one. Oh! It's mythical. D&D. <laughs> <laughs> D&D anime would be cool, though. Oh, um, I'm writing that down. <laughs> the thing about, the thing about magic anime and Wings Club, I think Wings Club kind of, like, counts as anime and cartoon-inspired. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, for me the art style leans a little bit more towards anime, but the show yeah. itself leans more towards cartoon. Yeah, it does. now if but, we're gonna but, make the furry anime, of oh yeah, furry anime, BNA, Kipo, Beastars. Okay, BNA. I'm writing this all down. I can BNA. I can see that or hear that Kipo because I can't see and you. The Age of Wonder Beast. That's that's okay. Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Fun yeah. thing I always said, I always read, instead of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, I always read Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Just what? because the, the, the writing was so weird. When you say beat, do you mean... Like, music, kind the of. Pink v- oh, I thought you meant the pink vegetable. <laughs> uh, because of the, the, the music bees, too. So it kind of fits. The what? 
They're like they're like bees, who are like oh they they like do music kind of like. I'm interested. Okay, so if we were to make one based on oh, you know oh. what? In in the last season of Kipo, they had Narwhal. No, no, how how do you say it? Narwhals. And they Not were like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like uh, Korean singers, like BTS or something, but better. <laughs> a K-pop band. Yes. Made of narwhals. They're mutes. Unicorn seals. <laughs> a unicorn seal <laughs> K-pop band. Yes. What? <laughs> what? What? I love that though. Why? It's so silly. Why? Why? Because. Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not questioning it to be offensive. I'm just thinking in my head. How do you connect a narwhal with a K pop band? Where does it click? Unless it was in like a BTS video or something, or I don't know. What did the kids well, listen to these Kipo days? Well, Kipo did it. Blackpink? <laughs> What do the what do the kids listen to these days for K-pop? Blackpink or something? Of course it's BTS. I'm not a super huge fan. In of my BTS. school, I saw one girl wearing a BTS mask. Oh my god. Uh, okay. So if we were to make, because we mentioned like an emotion, an, an emotions anime, I kind of want to work with the people from Inside Out, honestly. Oh, because Inside Out right. had a really great way of portraying, um, just emotions in general. And I like the whole idea of every emotion also... having a different characteristic. Yeah, and their and their personalities being around that one characteristic. Yes. So, like, if you've seen the movie, disgust was very sassy and sarcastic. Well, anger was very short tempered and hot headed. Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> <laughs> like you. What? <laughs> no, you're short. <laughs> so what? I'm taller than you. I'm gonna squish you. <laughs> Damn, this is anime. <laughs> We're talking about anime. I don't care. I'm okay. still taller than you. Kim, uh, anime, please. <laughs> you just don't. Okay. Want, you just don't want to be called short. Anime, please. <laughs> okay. So, are there any animes that you know that have very, very beautiful? Because I want it to be. Like, if we're gonna make, if we do end up making an anime about emotions, what team do we want to work with? Because this anime is not, I, I, I was thinking for emotions, we're not gonna have a lot of talking in the anime. Like, there, will there be dialogue? Yes. Will there be as much as it would be in a normal anime episode? No. no. Because it, unless it's from the, oh, I just thought of a really good idea for, like, if we do end up making an anime about emotions, which... Uh -huh. Like, the emotions, they don't talk. They use ways they just of use, like, that we can um, understand. They just use, like, body motions. language. Yeah, hand motions and body language. Because not only would that push the limits of people's understanding, but it also, I think, would give more character to the characters without actually having them Because for me, if I can understand a character without them having to blatantly point out their points, I like them and I feel more connected to them. Yeah. So I would so if I were to make an anime about my own emotions, I want to be able to understand them without someone telling me who they are or what they mean. So the idea of using body language and them communicating without talking seems like a good idea. 
Ooh, does... that, would also, that also, like, oddly enough, reminds me of Gibbs's webcomic and Ignite and how there's no dialogue oh, yeah. in it and how it's oh, all yeah, because it's a mute comic. Language. Yeah, and it's very stylized. And if oh, I just love it. The thing, the team I was thinking about for like beautiful and sad was again your Lion April and Madoka Magica. Yeah, because those are very good-looking animes. And, and for the uh, and for the style, though, I would love to work with the people from BNA and Little Witch Academia, because Little Witch Ooh. and BNA have the same team working on it, like animation. That's team. I I like that idea because the animation it's Ooh, so that good. Would actually be a really good idea because the posing, especially in Little Witch Academia, is very stylized and very expressive. Whether it be it's simplified. For cartoony and silly effect, or for epic scenes, like in the movie. The background characters watched. are so well designed, they're just background characters. But they're they're well designed that make you go... But if you really... I, yeah, I can't like, I, I, I thought, really... is that a background character now or not? Yeah, because the characters, like, if... Like, if someone would be... In an anime, the only person to have pink hair in a school filled with people who have blonde hair and blue hair. Is normally the main character. Yeah. But I like that in the classroom scenes especially, there is no one character that looks and that stands out from the other. They're all different in some way with their hair. I'm just saying like Sushi. (laughs) She looks so emo and edgy and has pink hair. Isn't she the one that eats a lot? Um, I, I think in the second movie on Netflix. There no, was no, no, that's girl. not sushi. That's not sushi. There's another girl. Sushi's that emo one, <laughs> the edgy oh, yeah. one. The edgy one. <laughs> okay. I like her. Like the edgiest edge lord. That's not Smider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I would definitely think that those are good picks. Now, if we were to do uh, anime about school, I think, even though I am not a super huge fan of the show, My Hero Academia, the team on My Hero Academia would be good. Also, uh, Assassination Classroom. My Hero Academia! Uh, not again. Dick. <laughs> no. No. Cry baby. Him, no. AKA <laughs> no. me, but in an anime. <laughs> Now, since I just wrote down mythical animes and a Dungeons and Dragons anime, we haven't come up with source animes that we want to take inspiration in. So what Actually, anime for like is- a mythic and D&D anime, I would think about Little Witch Academia again. Yeah, I'll put... Because if we want to do... But also, also again, Wings Club. Because in Wings Club, they're not only fairies, but they're also monsters. Ooh, I just thought of another really good one. Hmm? Brand New Animal. Because... At least, yes. as, no, at least for the mythical anime, I want Brand New Animal as an inspiration. Because I think in the mythical world, that everyone is accepted. Oh, kind of like in Zootopia, how everyone Oh, I accepted. have not watched Zootopia. What? Oh my god, you need to watch Zootopia. It's I so have to, I know. It's really good, but I have not been able to watch it. Is this on Netflix? I think so. It's, it's If it's not on Netflix, go mm, try Disney+. Plus. Let me. I don't have Disney+. Plus. Go get Disney Plus and you can watch Hamilton. 
<laughs> I already know Hamilton. I had to fill my quota. I had to fill my quota because every time I do one of these, I have to mention Hamilton at least once. That's I have to fill my quota. That's part of my character now. <laughs> no, I but... don't have it, but I have the B-movie. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> I, I kind of want to just write down a B movie anyway. Cause, <laughs> no, I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you know this, but there's this joke going around that Shrek is the best anime. Like at least I've heard it a couple of times that Shrek is the best anime, and <laughs> I think that would be funny to do like oh, a cameo. You know, in the, the movie that we wanted to watch, um, the colorful sign of the moon. Oh, that would be good for the mythical anime. Yeah, exactly. I love this movie so much. It is the so pretty. The side of the moon. All right, wrote it down. Now, also, for the Dungeons like, & Dragons inspired anime. I, I, what I, anime I was, do we want to take I was actually... Um, uh, when I looked up Zootopia, I actually also got Hotel Transylvania. Ooh, and I nice. watched all the movies. Of course you did. At least I think so. I don't think I watched the first one, but I watched the second one. The third one's weird. I know. <laughs> I watched that one. Um, but I think, okay, like, so. um, what is Germania, but also be like for the mythical one because it also has a lot of monsters in it. Oh, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Now, for Dungeons and, for the and Dragons anime. What, what I would be inspired by would be our campaign, but yeah. for my character, change out, um, what the fuck was her name? Layla? No, 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 the sister of Layla. Oh, I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it too, and she's my character. <laughs> now uh... you can see that I'm stupid. <laughs> What the we're fuck we're was her name? <laughs> but I like the idea of her name was I, I, Val. I was... Oh yeah, Val. I like the idea of Oh, she's a Val Flayla. <laughs> I like the idea of taking real campaigns and But changing turning... our characters, maybe. No, I, I no, I still really like the idea of turning our own campaigns into an anime. And make it like a long running thing. We like, haven't maybe... we haven't continued our campaign in a while because uh we didn't have COVID. the people who were there. Yeah, yeah that, that too, sucks. but um like a lot of people like just took a break from Discord for a while. So And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But I really wanna play the ending again. <laughs> Same. I, I actually really wanna play a bard. Oh you know, uh, I, I wanna I play a drow. I wanna bard. play a drow. Like Sharima? Yeah, Charima's baby. Also, a uh, side note: when I first saw Charima's name, I thought it was Charisma, and <laughs> I and, and, and I had to look twice in order to make sure I was reading it right. Okay, back to the topic of anime. So, yes. if we are going to make the mythical anime real, who do we want to work with? B and uh, A, probably. Yeah, brand new animal. Yes, and and wings up for like the monster designs because, um, when I when I watched uh the the first uh seasons of wings up the really old ones, um, the bloom still had that that short outfit with the short mini skirt. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite outfits. It was really cute. Um, but 
but I, I would work with them for like the magical monster designs because like in in the in the witch school because they have a witch school there they have like monsters i like that idea yeah okay now and also, if like, we a little, going to... they have also like a lot of magical animals Ooh, like like that... uh bloom's rabbit oh yeah i remember that i i never watched the anime but i always saw not anime show god <laughs> freaking help me <laughs> but i i never watched the show but i always saw like whenever people would draw bloom they would always have like a rabbit with it i was very confused by it but then i'm like oh the rabbit is her pet or something and it's magic yeah it's her pet but i actually forgot his name let me look it up okay but if we want to make the dungeons and dragons anime a real thing what do we want to take inspirations of and I know this seems, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's going to seem selfish, but I really want to enlist the help of our friends. Yes, because uh, Jingles is like the, the one who... Uh, Jingles Roscoe, the host of the campaign. Of, yeah, and also one of the members of Mythos Podcast. I would also really want mm -hmm. to enlist Smiter Roscoe, also one of the other people at uh, Mythos, to help us with the writing. Because although I am a writer, I don't consider myself yeah. to be a good writer. I can write something and have people go, oh, wow, that's really good. But when I look at it, I just don't really see. And so I would want to enlist up of someone who has more knowledge of writing, which would be Smider Roscoe, because he, under he has a be I, I believe he has a better understanding of writing than I do. So I would want to enlist his help if I was going to help write out the plot for an anime. Yes. I... Who else? Now, if we were to work with a studio company, who do you want to work with? I I would actually say BNA for like the style again, and Little Witch because I... they have the same style <laughs> again. Okay. So... And Little Witch because they have like uh cool designs too. Yeah. Now, now, if we want to do something with the music, because God knows, even though I, I quote unquote make music, it's by no means good. It is really so, good, though. Lies. So, if no. we want to work... Kim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What professional company do we want to work with in order to make the scoring for the thing? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, stupid. I want to enlist the help of a band. Oh, uh, I want to enlist the help of a band. But I don't know what band to do. I don't know any bands. I'm tapping my fingers against the paper because I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, okay. I think I want to go with, um... I, I want to go with Eve, like, Japanese artists. Oh! For, like, Eve or Top Ham Hat Kill. Eve. I love Eva's oh. music, though. It's really good. It's really good. I really want to learn Okimi Masuna. Yes! But, and Top Hand Hakyo would be good for, like, the intro. So I want to enlist his help. Alright, so, we have all of our ideas, and we have our requirements. Yes. So, if we want to make this a big anime, with two to four seasons, with and, and 15 to 30 episodes within each season, which of these do we want to make real? A dystopian slash apocalyptic anime, 
a music anime, a slice of life anime, a witch slash magic anime, a furry anime, and uh, anime based around emotions, uh, anime based around school, uh, a mythical anime, or an anime based around our Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. The ones I really want to do, uh, because did the apple <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I would do the Dungeons and Dragons one. But yeah. the, the, the first one, how do you say it? Dystopian. Yes. Or apocalyptic. Apocalyptic anime. I wouldn't English. do that in the anime. I would do it in cartoon. Oh, yeah. But also a webcomic. I think that would yes. be better for a webcomic. It, it would be better for a webcomic because actually, um, The Last Kids on Earth is based on a book that's also kind of like a comic. Okay. So yeah. So dystopia will be good for comic. Yes, and uh, the the music anime would, would also would be, be good for good anime. But, is the anime yeah? But the but no. <laughs> <laughs> the slice of life anime. I really like the idea of that. I like so, the idea, but I would also do that like kind of like a cartoon instead of an anime or a web comic. Yes. Now, which magic anime that would be good? So maybe again. Magic anime, Madoka Magica. Um, what was the other one I said? Um, let me look. Little Witch Academia? Yeah, also, but that was another one. Uh. I can't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have wrote down that. I should have wrote down more. The, the one right. cat girl anime. Oh, uh, Tokyo Mimi. Yeah, Tokyo Mimi. Because magical like... girls. Ma- and Sailor Moon. Yeah, Salem too. Uh, okay. Yeah, that so, would be fitting for an anime because there are a lot of magical girl animes. Yeah. All right. Now, furry anime. That would fit because we already have two furry animes, which are B stars and, and, and BNA. And you already have a furry character, possibly multiple. My boy. Yeah, of course. And Alexander <laughs> and Wolfia and and. Uh. <laughs> but yes, I would do it in anime as well. Okay. But I could believe that like a furry-ish uh, cartoon would be cool too. Yeah. I don't think, as much as I love the idea of having the emotions anime be a thing, I think it would be better as a webcomic. Yeah, it would be better as a webcomic because as you see from like Gibbs comic, it's a mute comic and he expresses stuff with emotions and body through language. Bo- yeah, through body language and just it and through I get, I don't I don't know if the color palette does anything. But it does I think it, if it, it is, does something. Yeah it does. It helps develop it helps develop characters. Because yes. Gabs, if he is listening, is really good at I don't know if Gabs is listening to our podcast. I think he does. If so, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very good with posing and body language and emotions through facial expressions. And again, body language. And if that te- and if we do like if we collaborate with him, if we were to make the emotions webcomic a thing. I would want him on my team for the webcomic, uh, but I, as an anime, I don't know if it would fly. I don't know either. I mean, we already have, yeah. like, a few emotional animes. When um, you say emotional, do you mean animes with mo- emotions at the core, or emotional animes as in your Lion April? 
Yellow in April. <laughs> and Madoka Magica. Yes. Woohoo. <laughs> okay. Madoka Classic Magica anime. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, school I, anime, I would I would do that. Yeah, maybe. But I would have like something in it as well, so I would probably combine the school anime with the magic anime. A magic school. Yeah, magic kind of like a magical girl school, like like Tokimimio. With assassination classroom. Kind of, yes. Um it I, I imagine it like being uh like the 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 uh, <laughs> Tokyo Mio Mio that there are a there's a group of girls who yeah. got powers and they have to hide it so they don't get like caught from someone and get experimented on or something. Oh yeah, I like that idea. So, maybe as well. The mythical anime. I like the sound of that. Because whoever we hire, if we were to make it real, we would have to make sure that they can push the limits on what they can draw, on what they know they can draw, and what they believe they can draw. Yes, exactly. Because if we were to make it a mythical anime, I want to have many different mythical creatures in it. Some take yeah. it from, like, Greek mythology and stuff, because Greek mythology has a lot of really interesting creatures in it, like satyrs, and wood nymphs, and uh, other things like that. Yeah. So th so that's also a maybe. Now, the Dungeons & Dragons anime, that's a definite maybe. I'm just writing maybe by all the ones that I think we're gonna do until <laughs> we make our final decision. And besides, who wouldn't want to make a freaking anime about our campaigns? Exactly. And I know I was thinking, like the next time we do a campaign, I want like a rec like a recording of it so I can animate. Or I actually or was recording our last one shot, but I deleted oh. it because it took too much space. Oh my god, Kim! I wanted to Just make like a comic about it. it. Yes, I wanted to make a comic about our last one shot. Oh, that'd be so cool! Yeah, and, and maybe if Jingle says yes, we could do another one shot. I would love that, because I had a lot of fun last time. Yeah, it was so fun. Except for the part where, uh, you know, Chestnut died. <laughs> Carla, Carla, she'd not- And you that. wouldn't move at all until Chestnut was back. It wasn't me, it was Carla. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was my character it's that I made decisions for. <laughs> Look, Kim, I, when I make a character, I give it its own personality, and when, especially when I get to do things with it, I don't feel like I am playing as my character. I feel like I'm watching my own character do its thing. It's doing its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, the animes that we have on the table are a slice-of-life anime, uh... Witcher magic anime, a f the furry anime, the classes anime, the mythical anime, and the Dungeons and Dragons anime. This is the final decision. So the, the school anime, what we put we it together want? with the magic anime, and to be honest, I will put it together with the Slice of Life anime as well. Yeah, Slice of Life magic school anime. So yes. that eliminates uh, three options. Yeah, so that's like one together, and I, I would do that, but I mean, I, I'm much too lazy to like design the outfits and uh do like the animation sequences of transformations yeah because if it's gonna be like a magical girl anime then uh yeah 
because if it is going to be a magical girl anime, I'm probably going to reuse animation that I already did yes. and just pair it up with different voice acting depending on the scene. Unless <laughs> we're changing it to a different outfit, in which case I'm just going to trace over the same poses with a different outfit being made. Yeah, exactly. Because, because more try. I, I actually, I actually imagine, like, things. all the Wings Club animators having, like, the stress of their lives because the animation sequence of the transformations are so long and they have so much movement. Yeah, same for uh, what's it called, Sailor Moon. I just, I just imagine like everyone being like, "I hate my job. I want to die." <laughs> because they have to redraw the animation sequence every time they make a new episode. No, they actually Which don't. Um, yeah, I know, but just imagine if they did. Oh my god, that would be like hell. Yeah, exactly. I actually, so, because of the ap- mm. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalyptic anime. I was, like, um- Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. I was talking to my friend while I showed uh, him the, the- My favorite episode of The Last Kids on Earth. And yeah. I, I talked to him about the animation mistakes- because the main character, Jack, he has a fingerless glove on his right hand. Sometimes, they forget to draw his glove, and then the next scene he has his glove. And in uh, the ninth episode, I also noticed that Quint, the best friend of Jack, um, while he got pushed away, he had white socks. But when he was on the ground, he had red socks, which was so weird. <laughs> Because he lost his shoe while he got pushed away. <laughs> Make you're making it seem like you're looking for these mistakes. I am actually not. They're the so show. noticeable. And I am oh. I am an artist. I see that. We see everything. We do. <laughs> okay. And it's very so. weird actually to to see that. Because I I, I don't know. I just feel like weird because it's such a quality show. I don't think they should have these easy mistakes. But in like around season three, it got better because uh, Jack got like some kind of scar on his left hand. No, not left, right hand. Right on, on like the wrist. And after that point, he, uh, he, the animators didn't forget his red glove anymore. Because it hi it hid the scar. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, back to anime. We have a slice of life magic school anime. To We have a slice of life magic school. Yeah. A mythical anime or a Dungeons and Dragons themed anime. What is our final mythical and D&D and would be together as well. Yeah, so a slice of life magical school anime or a mythical Dungeons and Dragons anime that's based off of our campaigns. What is our final decision and what do we want to do? I I don't know actually. I wouldn't do the magical one because I was too lazy to like animate all that. So I think like D and D. I think yeah, D and I'd have more fun just and of course, we would have to. If we were to do the Dungeons and Dragons anime, we need to specifically enlist our friends who played the characters to voice act them. Yeah, exactly. And I think it would be much more fun to work with my friends on an anime rather the, the than. The problem is just 
we are all not professional voice actors, animators, or artists. That's the thing. We don't need to be professionals to make something professional looking. Okay, you're right. <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Okay, so final choice, Dungeons and Dragons. Hooray! Yeah, but what would you choose for yourself, like to be? I'd an anime? probably pick Dungeons and Dragons because it's Dungeons and Dragons, my dude. Why the frick? Not? Yes, <laughs> we kind of went off topic of the question because the question was what we put for ourselves if we could put ourselves in an anime, kind of. We would put ourselves in the anime because we would make our own characters in the Dungeons and Dragons. To be honest, world. I would take the. Uh, can you say it again for me, please? I cannot. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. I cannot say that word without hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm one of those text-to-speech things. Yes. Apocalyptic. <laughs> I would do that for myself because I, I I love like to see those shows, animes, movies, whatever. And I will put Tina in it too me. because uh because just because she's my best friend and I want her to be in my show. I would never be without Kim in an apocalypse. I would hate it if, she, like, I would hate it even more if she died. Like, if she died during a, an apocalypse halfway across the world, I would feel even worse than if I were to watch her die in front of me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid. <laughs> but personally, for myself, Tina across would... the world, crying because she's, she knows I'm dead. Tina right next to me, seeing me die. Eh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Kim, no. <coughs> but no. it's exactly like that. No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, but personally for myself, as much as I love Dungeons and Dragons, I would want to pick a music anime because, again, music Nerd. is such an important... Excuse me? <laughs> what you say? I'm a nerd too, it's okay. Because, again, music is a really important part of my life. Music and is your life. Essentially. And I wouldn't be who I am without being exposed to different kinds of music from my friends streaming or my friends saying, hey, you would like this. Yes. And just to get off topic a little bit, um, going back to Gebs, I have found and learned about some of my favorite artists and favorite songs through his streams. So just... Thank you. Tina didn't know Thank Vocaloid you. before Gibbs existed. No! I knew what Vocaloid <laughs> was! Shut up! <laughs> I knew what Vocaloid was! Nah. To... A... No. <laughs> I'd been listening to Vocaloid for four years before I found Gibbs was the one who injected Tina with Vocaloid energy. No! <laughs> Gibbs was, was the one that introduced me to Woodkid, okay? And I freaking Yes, and you Woodkid. made a cover of one of the songs. I want to do more. Okay? I actually I wanted like to do a cover of that one song, too, because I know how to sing it, but I'm bad at singing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're right. It is true. Damn, no. Okay, back to anime. Together, our choice would be a Dungeons and Dragons anime. Although, yeah. by ourselves, an anime for Kim would be a dystopian wasteland apocalypse anime. Yeah, but that's only because I have been a lot, I have been watching a lot of anime, no, animes, mm -hmm. <laughs> shows and uh, real life shows of that, like The Walking Dead, I have watched those plays of Resident Evil, and... Kim's favorite phrase of this podcast, mm -hmm. <laughs> after she says something wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always 
do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It is true. I am stupid and I say a lot of shit wrong. <laughs> but that's because I'm not native English speaker. Kim. Anime. Please. No. <laughs> Disregarding Will's question. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just disregarding no. it. We got no, enough topic now. I like Will's question a lot. <laughs> I, I didn't think about the beginning of the podcast, but if you're still listening at this point, uh, thank you. This is one of the most fun questions I've ever had. Exactly. That like, was such I, a cool question. And we liked it. Send more questions like this. Yes. Send more questions. We want more questions to answer while the podcast. I want to do. And in the Mephil server. I'm going to ask Jingles privately, because we're doing a podcast ourselves, if we could ask in his server as well. Because in my server, like in our server, we don't it's have dead. a lot of people that notify to ask us questions. It's because <laughs> it, our server is dead. Yeah. We only do it for like announcing when we're both streaming or when we both have Yeah, podcasts. exactly. Uh, I dropped the thing of my soda. No. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> So I still gotta ask Jingles if I could notify people as well if I want to have questions for our podcast. Speaking of which, uh, Jingles Roscoe, I've said it before in this podcast, I'll say it again. Jingles Roscoe, uh, along with Smiter Roscoe, Josh, and Pyman, run yes. the Mythos podcast. Please go listen to their podcast. It is some of the funniest and most enjoyable things I've ever heard. And Except for really the Star Wars episodes. <laughs> no! It's just uh, an inside joke that I don't like Star Wars. I'm always going to hate it. It's not an inside joke anymore, Kim. It's an outside joke. Okay? <laughs> what do you mean, outside joke? Is this outside the door now? Can I open the door and put it inside? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but so uh, I'm just going to... Okay, before, but before we get into the plot of the anime, I want to talk about, like, just... Like, because I mentioned podcasts, and I just want to quickly just give some free shout-outs to other podcasts, if you haven't listened to them. Yes, uh, I want to shout-out yeah. Will's podcast. Will, Will, Co- my conversation, Will's podcast. Mm, conversation about dot, dot, dot. I love that podcast. I, I have not listened to a few episodes. I, I I think I listened to one episode of his podcast. It's it's not bad, <laughs> but I, I, I think I listened to the wrong episode. <laughs> I was on one of their episodes, uh, episode 71, Cadets, Cadet Con Aftermath with Tina the Ultimate Fan Clayton. I still stand by that name, and I love that name. <laughs> I was so, so jelly much. when you were there, and I was not there. <laughs> I was I, really I, jealous. I absolutely loved being on their podcast and just listening yeah, to be, it. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I, he ask, will ask you because uh, you were so into the the convers- n- no uh, the cadet con and yeah, you I were he i think he still thought that you are the host of our yeah. podcast but that's not Which true because i am the host i i just misspoke in the first episode because i was so excited you also Apologies. said that in the, in the second episode as well I know, because I was also excited, okay? Shut yeah, up. you were excited, but to make things clear, I am the host. Tina is my co-host. Slash I am doing the work. <laughs> and Tina's just talking. I do things. Yeah, you, you, do, you do things, but I'm the one <laughs> working on uploading, editing, 
Oh, that shit. Look, when I get a computer, I can start editing. We can do every other podcast, okay? Yes, so we can okay. sometimes record a podcast in your computer and one of mine. Yay. So we can always switch it up. We want uh, to try to record <coughs> two podcasts a week uh, because we both have, like, the times at Tuesdays and maybe Wednesday sometimes and yeah. Thursdays. Yeah. We want to try to do two podcasts a week and try to upload two them. Podcasts every, uh, two podcasts every week or every other week. Yes. Like, if we record two podcasts... In one week, we upload one that week, upload one the next week, record the next week after that. Okay? Yeah, so we have, like, if we have a lot of stress, we have one backup podcast that we can upload. Yeah, always good to have backups. Okay, back to the topic of anime. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because we, like, chose chose the D&D. We need to come up with a plot for it. Um, the last, the the campaign that we had, or you want to do a one-shot? Um, let's do a long-running campaign, because, again, this is gonna be a two-to-four season. Let's do The thing that I wanted to do for one was, um, because we had- yeah, 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 exactly. Um, one campaign per season. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And if each- Because, episode, each... um, when the first campaign that we did, you were playing CK and I was playing Lila, and we made up that CK and Lila are best friends- yeah, we that, can try like, to build so- up the friendship in that in the episodes. Yeah, let's just come up with a general idea for the plot for the first season. Okay, so I first think in season- our first campaign that we did, it's not done, um, but we we want to play again when yeah. more people are there from yeah. our campaign. I I distinctly remember the names of the people. Uh, at least the names of the characters that we were playing with. At least their first name. Um, we had CK, we had Layla, we had Paul, which was Smiter Roscoe's character. We had Louis Nor, which was Louis's character. We had Nora, who was Millet's character. And I think we had Ingrid, which was Mammy's character. Oh, I think Melody was playing with us, too. Yeah, Melody was playing with us, and she was playing as... Oh my god, why can I not remember her name? She was a. She was also an elf, right? Yeah, she. Ha- I remember she distinctly had blue skin, and she had like a ferret friend to help her, which is where I got the inspiration. Yes, ferret boy. AKA the little fucking chestnut thing that stalks everyone. <laughs> it is chestnut's true. Chestnut's not like that. is like that too. Okay. So what animal first... was chestnut again? Cat. Oh, Chestnut is a tiny little cat. A cat called Chestnut. I would have a squirrel called Chestnut. It's, uh, pronounce it again, please. Chestnut? No, the animal. A squirrel? <laughs> I thought you said... I saw you... I, I thought you said squirrel. I thought you said squirrel. German <laughs> 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 accent for the win. <laughs> Can I have a squirrel? Wait, how do you pronounce it? Okay, so, um, let's come up with a rough idea for the plot that we want for the first season, as well as the relationship between the characters. I I mean, we made up the Lila and uh, CK are good friends. Yeah. Okay. And Paul is that guy that smashes everything accidentally and is like, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't want it to do that. I really like... <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I, 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 said, I told this to Smiter when I was playing with this character. I re- Okay, this is- I don't know if this is- uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I really like how well-written Paul is. Because Paul is a barbarian who doesn't want to hurt things. And you remember when he when he was like um he accidentally killed like a bunch of goblins I was like oh oh this is a mess. <laughs> it was so cool. I like that a lot. I don't think he was super shy about it. I think he was just like just I don't I don't know the term for it. He's he's a very jolly. I guess jolly would be the right term. He's very he positive very jolly, and very positive person. He's a very positive and very spirited person. That I really liked playing with, and I really want to play with Paul again because I really like. He's Paul. also a person who accidentally breaks stuff and like apologizes yeah. a ton of times for it because he oh, didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> and that's and, and and another reason why I like Paul because he's like me. <laughs> <laughs> you accidentally break things. I like oh, oh no. And I, and I well, and there's I me. It's like like oh fuck. <laughs> I apologize profusely for things that aren't even my fault. <laughs> yeah, you do. And um, I've, I but I think my favorite part about Paul is that as a barbarian, like if you like if you play a barbarian, a barbarian has to have a trigger in order to go into essentially berserk mode or like beast mode or something. My fa- what this is what chips off the like the caps off like caps off the iceberg. My favorite part about Paul as a character is that his barbarous trigger is seeing his own blood. And that's just like... And I, for some reason, came up with, like, a bunch of different dialogue you for know, what happened. What I just imagined? actually happened? What? You know how, like, kids, like, lose their teeth and then there's blood on it? Imagine yes. him being a child, seeing that, and just going, a- going like, wild and breaking everything in his room. <laughs> Oh my god. I just had that in my head, like, immediately. <laughs> like, oh, I lost a teeth. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna break everything now. <laughs> like, just like that. But I don't think... I, I like that idea, but I don't think, like, just losing a tooth or getting a paper cut would be... I would say, like, a decent amount of blood. Like, a blood. He's nose. getting stabbed. Yeah, like, if he was getting stabbed or if he got a nasty... Yeah, but if he gets nose. stabbed, he would not get up again. But he's a barbarian, so he's gonna get up and kill everyone. He's a very... He's a very <laughs> strong person, so I think he could take more stabs than an average person would. And still be able to mm, come yes, back Yes, I'm a stab. Okay. Back <laughs> to the plot. So, when we think of the, a character plot, what do we want to do? A thing that I talked about a lot was Lila's backstory. She lives in a small town, uh, works at her parents' potion shop. So oh, she knows how to like do Carlos. potions. Yeah. So I think for like the first few episodes, we would get an insight to the characters. The season one would be long. So the first, yes. few, first few episodes would be introductions to the characters. They're the lore episodes. Yes, but I I don't know who the leader of the campaign is, like, from the group. Um, I think Paul would take charge, but CK would be like, move out of the way, I'm in charge. Exactly. So I think the first episode would be of the leaders, so Paul or so, CK. Yeah, yeah, I think the first episode should be that introduction to Paul. And then yes. the second episode would be the introduction to CK and or Layla, 
and the third episode would be the introduction to whatever character didn't get introduced in the second episode. So if CK yes. got introduced first, then it would be Layla and vice versa. So yes. first few episodes would explain the lore. Would you would you campaign. want to talk about about CK's background for a bit? What you would do for the second episode for her? How to introduce her? Um, how okay. do Paul so, and CK meet and get together in a group? Uh, how do they meet? Um, CK doesn't know anyone in the group until the campaign actually starts. So how many members were in our party again? Oh, we also played with uh, Raquel's character Raul. I don't know. if right. to this. I don't know okay, if Raquel is so, into this. I can I can so, ask uh, Val. Yeah. So we have Raul. We have Melody's character, who I can't remember the name of, unfortunately. We have Ingrid, because I think maybe, yeah, Mamrie was playing. We had Ingrid, yeah, he was. we had CK, we had Layla, we have Paul, we have Luinor, and we have Nora. That's eight characters yes. in eight episodes. So, okay. how do you think uh, Let's, CK and Paul meet in the group? Like, how would in you introduce an anime? I would say that CK doesn't know anyone in the party except. Oh, no. There's, oh, wait, no. Except she, she might have seen Lila around selling yeah, potions. Yeah, and got to know Layla a little bit. Yes, she knows that Layla is, like, selling potions and going from town to town sometimes. Yeah. And, okay, so let's just talk about our characters for a moment. Get off the topic of anime for a moment and talk about the anime characters themselves. Specifically our characters and how we set them up. Yes. So, so seek ah, Okay, CK for me... She, as as much of an edgy character as she is, I don't, I didn't really give her an edgy backstory. I actually gave her a confusing backstory. Because when she was growing up, she lived in, she didn't live in a poor environment, but she didn't live in a rich environment either. Like, she, like, in the middle class, there's two subsections for the middle class. There's a lower middle class and a higher middle class. Oh, I know CK's what you mean. Been, CK's family was in the lower middle class. Still middle class, but lower middle class. You know what that reminds me of? What? Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. I don't because know why, they have but... the same thing of the three walls. The, in the first wall, the thinnest one, there are the more poor people. In the middle one were the little richer people. And the middle one, uh, the wall rose, I think, were the really rich people. Yeah. And I, I don't know why, but I haven't seen Attack on Titan, but I think I subconsciously took some of the ideas from Attack on Titan and implemented them into CK's backstory. Yeah. And, and I'm also going to talk about, like, I'll briefly mention uh, my two other characters. When I say two, I mean the bard character and the wizard character, Carla, that I have. And CK, when she was old enough to understand, which was around, like, nine or ten-ish, that oh, we're, we're, we're basically poor. I need to do something about this. She started doing things that she probably should not have done at her age, like taking money that she shouldn't have, pickpocketing people. She tried to do whatever she could to help her family. But then when her parents, and she even went so far and so extreme as to, and because she was aware that Layla was a owned a potion shop and Carla's potion shop that had recently opened up was getting more customers and uh, Layla was going to go out of business. She burned it to the ground. 
So CK had successfully put Carla and her family out of a job while saving Layla's business. Yeah. And you know and you know what was the most insulting part about this? What? She got away with it. Oh wow. And and Carla is not very happy about it. So Carla's mission, which we don't get to see until like season 2ish, is looking for the person who burned her shop. The only thing that she got from the people is that she was a young girl of 13ish wearing a brown having her hair tied in a brown bun. That's the only thing that anyone would ever understand about the person who burned the shop is that they had Do you their think hair that's um bun. Carla and Lila also knew each other but I think them... they did. Yeah. Do you think they were friends I... or just like they did like think each they other? Were acquaint- I think they were acquaintances. They got along with each other, but they didn't really like each other. Yeah, because I, I bet Lila was mad that uh Carla's shop was getting more money than hers and she was getting out of business. Yeah, she was a little bit sour about that. So when CK's Yeah, and remember how I mentioned that CK was getting money for her parents? Yeah. When her when her parents unfortunately passed when she was around thirteen to fourteen ish, they died within a few months of each other because of a disease that was going around the town. CK no longer started looking out for other people and started looking out for herself because... I actually think, um, because you said that, uh, Dalila Shop was going out of business, I think that, um, because CK had a reason to burn down the other shop, maybe it was because Lila was giving her, like, I, I think Lila was a bit richer, so she was, like, in the, yeah. in the middle kind of, like, state. Higher so, middle class. She's yeah, higher like the middle, middle class. So I think uh, she always like, gave CK some money and some food. Yeah. But eventually, like, she gave her parting wishes to uh, Layla's family and went off on her own, traveling through different rural towns, taking what she could and making a name for herself. And when she was around 15-ish, she got into the bounty honey assassin business because that was the highest paying job but was also a very dangerous job. However, she had been told many times as a child that she was a very gifted fighter because at the school that she went to in her town, which uh, lower middle class people had to go to because the higher middle class people got to go to the school in the next town over, which was richer. Um, They taught sword fighting at that school because the town that they had lived in was not a very safe town. So... They were taught sword fighting there, and CK caught on to it right away. And CK also, when she had friends, made people... Like, she hung out with people who did some crazy acrobatic stunts. And so she learned some of the stunts that she would use in battle from them. And when she got into the business of bounty hunting assassin, that she... She would use those tactics that she learned to make a name for herself, make money for herself, and put herself in a place that her that her family would never be in, which was poverty. Because the one thing that she doesn't because the one thing that she fears most is not having enough money to stable herself. And because aside from Layla, she doesn't really trust anyone else because she is afraid that people are going to steal from her as well. So she's often cold and uncaring. But I think we'll she knows up- Lila wouldn't steal. Lila would probably give to her. 
Yeah, because Lila, I imagine, is a very giving person. So, so aside from Lila, she doesn't trust anyone else because she's she is afraid that they are going to steal what she has worked hard for, which is why she's very cold and unfriendly to people she doesn't know that well, but will open up to them once they show kindness and start showing that, hey, we're not going to take anything from you, essentially. And that, and sometime during the middle of season one is when she, like, finally begins to trust the other people. And I think that's all I have for her right now. There's still a few kinks that I need to work out in her official story, but that's just for the anime. I've rambled for a long time there. Five, ten, maybe that's 20 minutes. That's okay. <laughs> right. Layla, I think, like, uh, she went go. around town after CK left and went to other towns to sell potions as well. And her parents were taking the turns in the shop as well to work there. Uh, in the in the comic I wanted to do, I explained that Lila was also working part-time in the shop while her parents were out selling stuff as well in other towns. And she has a roommate, and it's Nate. He lost his parents very young. And so he lives with Lila and her family. Uh, so he helps out as well. And then there's this other character called Lix, but he, they both are not in the campaign. I think there's just like background stuff um, that happened. So uh, Lila, Nate, and Lix know each other. And I don't think CK would get along with them. Because they're a bit like CK, they pickpockets as well. They are really bad boys Thieving. they're very okay. evil do you think when carla's shop burned down that anyone else that like how do you think layla and her parents reacted when they found out carla's shop burned down for i think because no um layla is like a really nice person her parents as well they probably gave um the family of Carla a bit of stuff to maybe rebuild it and maybe get back in business. Oh. That seems Because like a good to idea. be honest, Alayla's family is a very nice family. They don't want to hurt anyone. Everyone in town probably knows about that. So I think that they will help the other like Carla's family to get back up and get maybe somewhere to live because I think their shop is in their house as well, like Lila. Yeah, their shop is their home. And if yeah, they don't see, have a so shop, they, they don't have a home. Yeah, so they burned down their house, too. Yeah. So they probably just let them stay at their family because Layla probably has a really big house because she has a few people. She's rich. She is rich because she has, like, but she does just, her family decided to be, like, in the middle stage with the richer stage. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Because I like to think that she chose to stay in the middle class rather than move up to the upper class because she felt sympathy for the people who cannot, like CK and her family. Yeah, I bet uh, uh, Lila just wanted to stay with CK, so she visits a lot CK and gives her stuff, too. Yeah. Because Lila right. is like, she wants to give. She, she doesn't take, she wants to give. Yeah. They're kind of like yin and yang to each other. Yes. Except for that one one-shot that we did where Lila really wanted to have that red crystal and almost killed two people. <laughs> that was fun. That? 
<laughs> okay. Now that we have our characters fleshed out, we have to make assumptions for the rest of the characters. Yeah, but how do you think they the met, like, Paul and CK? I think, okay, so, we're just gonna focus on, like, for the first main episode that is revolving around the, like, all of the characters that we played with are going to be main characters. However, for the first episode, I want to introduce the quote-unquote leaders of the party to each other. Yes. So, so the first you, episode so, is about Paul and CK. Yeah. But first, we need to figure out, like, the important stuff. For the first season, because we're focusing on the first season right now, what is the location of the... Of the, of the whole series, or the whole season. Like, what location is it going to take place in? And what time frame is it going to take place in? What I remember is that we were playing about, like, April to summer-ish, I think. Okay. So, April... And, yeah. April and the place where we were... Like, August? Yep, August, probably. What town... Because we need to make up a town that has a cave nearby. Because I distinctly remember yeah, us playing yeah, in a we cave. We were in a cave. That's what I wanted to say too. We had we were in a town, and we went into a cave as well. I think the year would be, um, fourteen hundred approximately. Probably. Okay, so the location we need to make up a town name because I don't know any Dungeons and Dragons towns off the top of my head, and I don't remember where we were playing. I don't know. So, I... What, what is an ancient sounding name? Or should we make it like a pun? We can make, make it a pun. pun. I want to make it a pun. What do you think about pun? Um, I want to do... Okay, so it has to sound old, but it has to be something that people would understand. Yes. Like, at least some people. <laughs> Naming things is hard. I kind of just want right? to pull... I kind of want to pull up a random generator and just pick a name. That's what I did for the town where where Layla lived and when I wanted to do the comic, but then I scrapped it. What town did they live in? Or do you remember? I can pull up the poster that I okay. did. And we could go off of that. Uh, yes. Okay. The town <sighs> was... Do, do, I'm do, sending do, it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. We've got a base. We've got our basic time period. We've got our basic frames. Athens. I like that. Uh, I kind of like that you went off of Athens, like the Greek city. Yes. So what... I pulled up the random donate <gasps> and just put. That. Oh, I just thought of it. What if what? we did it in the town of Mythos? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm, that's, that's our setting. That's our setting. Okay, that's our of, setting. It's a town of mythos. That's, that's our setting. Why don't it's you just town do of, town of myth? Like, town of myth. No, it, and its nickname is the city of myth. Yeah, The exactly. city of myths. Because that's where, okay, so mythos, city of myth. Like, I mean, it's the whole, really like, three-stage towns could just call, be called mythos and... The setting that we're playing in, the two towns, are the towns of myth. E. Mythos, city of myth. Because I think, I want to give some backstory to the town. The city, yeah, because it will be a city of myth, I feel like a lot of important figures that would show up later in the show would have started in Mythos. And Mythos would also be a place 
where um both car where uh Layla re-began re her business when her family moved because I think they moved. Yeah, they moved from the lower stage to the middle class. Oh, so Athens would be like a poorer city. Yes. So they moved from Athens to Mythos. The story I wanted and... to tell in Heroes of Athens was that someone attacked the town, like in like a few people, like an army or something or a monster, and Lix, Lila, and uh, Nate wanted to fight it, but they weren't strong enough. And so, so the city people. got ransacked, and they, they weren't really. They were but a lot of people like started helping, and there was a lot of damage in the town. Oh, and that damage wasn't something that is that also the Lila time where take. Lila got a scar on her eye. Oh yeah, she has a scar on her eye. She couldn't see for like a couple of weeks, months, or something. Oh, I see, and. Uh, Mythos would also be the place where CK began to make a name for herself. Yes. As kind of like a ruthless... What I think how Lila and CK met was that Lila was going around as a little child selling potions and and CK wanted to steal one and Lila noticed her. And she just said, oh, I wasn't stealing anything. And I'm pretty sure... Lila just handed her a potion. And said, you can take it, I don't mind. Because she's too nice. Yeah. And, like, she introduced, like, Layla introduced CK to her family, and they became very close as a family. Yeah, I think, like, like Layla's family would see CK as, like, another child. Yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea, because, like, they'd be close friends. So, relations, um, CK, close friends with, okay, close friends with with um Layla. Yes, because um Layla met Nate when Nate was like maybe 5 and they took him in because he didn't have a family anymore so they just took him in. So he lives with Layla's family since he was 5. Okay. So now we're just gonna, now that we're just going to focus on the relationships between CK Paul and Layla in the first episode. Yes. What is our go-to plan so when ck and paul and layla finally meet each other because they're gonna be quote-unquote the leaders of the group because paul is going to be the one the responsible one the one that takes charge ck is the one that thinks she's in charge but doesn't know what she's doing and layla is the one that's also going to take charge if paul isn't able to and ck is just being a giant jerk <laughs> i mean layla can because... be hard-headed sometimes when nothing is working and she gets really mad but she probably just like wants to have a safe. Uh, she wants to have like a safe resolution for the problem. But I mean, that she also sense. wants to fight. <laughs> oh, I see. So, let's just like think up. How long have you been recording? Like two hours or something? Almost two hours, like one hour and a half. Okay. Oh, I see. So when CK, Layla, and Paul finally get to talk to each other. What do they think? We're going to have to make assumptions for Paul based on the thing on that I think of when I when I wanted to introduce a Le Layla, Paul and CK was that they met in like um a bar, maybe. Uh, I like that idea. 
Yeah, like Paul wasn't there, and CK just walked in, trying to pickpocket someone, and he stops her. Ooh, actually, I just thought of an idea. What if, in order to boost business, uh, Layla and her family started to double their potion center as a walk-in bar? Oh, in that order would to be double cool. business. So CK, so Layla and Paul would have met through there because CK, I mean Layla, already works at her family's shop, so she would have met Paul first. Then when CK walks in, I imagine that Layla would have been like, it's been forever since I've seen you. How have you been? Because she wouldn't recognize CK at first because she's changed a lot because they didn't like speak, speak to each other for two years. Yeah. Because she was off doing something else and Layla was just trying to help her family. Yeah, Layla out. stayed there walking around, selling potions, maybe going to other towns as well. I think yeah. I think that Layla's uh age is slower than CK because CK is a human and Layla yeah. is a halfling. I think I, I think I, uh I think CK doesn't age like a normal human either. Yeah, cuz she's a halfling. Yeah. But Canonically, she's 16, 17, 18 at the most. Yeah, I think Lala's also like 16, 17-ish. Yeah. So, when CK, Paul, and Layla meet up, what would their interaction go like? Like, what does Paul think of Layla? I think just like Paul walks into the bar, and Layla's like, oh, hello. Can I get can I get you anything? And he just like orders something, and then they start chatting a bit, and then CK walks in, and just like so says, what does Hello, Paul Lila, think? So does so what does, uh, Paul think of Layla at this point? Now keep in mind because we don't own or really know much about Paul, we're going to have to make assumptions. I think he just thinks that she's nice. Okay, this is all for the anime as well. Yes. And I feel and we need to write some of our own characteristics into the characters. And you yes. being like the kind-hearted soul that you are, that's the <laughs> most obvious trait about Layla that you've put into your character. Yes, kind-hearted. And I, and I think like even though it might not show, I can be really mischievous, so I guess that would be my character trait. Yes. And she and I think at the end of one of her campaigns, I I remember this one being with Cyrus. Like, oh yeah, we were going to kill the last goblin, and CK is just like, I can't do this. And then Cyrus is like, Oh my god, no! Now is not the moment for change. Kill. Him. I was not there for that one because I I wasn't playing. Oh, oh I see. I'm, I was there at the first part, but then I I left because I wanted to go to bed. Ah, I see. But I distinctly remember Cyrus being like. Now is not the moment for change. So, and yes. then she just gets, like, upset over it. And then CK is just, like... Because they picked up healing potions earlier, and CK's like, anyone got a healing potion? And uh, Lurking Tony, who was playing with us, go follow him on Twitch, um, he was... He was playing with us as his Dragonborn character, and he's just like, okay, here you go. And then we had, and then CK had given him the potion and be like, you're free for now, go, before I change my mind. And let him go. Like, because he had all been freaking killed. Everyone else had been killed except for that guy, and CK was about to murder him. And then she's just like, I can't do this. I, I don't want to do this. Murder, 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 murder. And then she's just like, I don't want, well, maybe I don't want to be the bad guy anymore. It's... So she doesn't. 
and that's just like backstory like unimportant backstory for now yeah paul thinks of layla as a nice person who you can talk to or something of layla as sweet like yeah definitely layla as sweet yeah layla's a very sweet person and then like ck walks in it's like the exact opposite and then Lila just looks at her and is just like, CK? No, I think I think that CK says, like, hello to Lila, and she first doesn't recognize her, she's but as she a takes cake. a closer look, she was like, oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. And then Paul's just like, wait, you know each other? And then they just say yeah at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, sisters. Well, I just thought that would be a good idea. In sync, but they're not sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how we are in sync, but we're not sisters. Exactly. I want to be sisters with you. Aww. I'm going to take you. We're going to make our own IRL anime real quick. We are <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we're going to do. So, so this is just, like, the plot for the first episode. Yes. So, Paul meets up with Layla at the bar and is just, like, has a friendly conversation for, like, five minutes or so. And then CK walks in. And they meet up with each other, and Paul's just like, wait, you know each other? And I think CK should try to pickpocket um, Paul. I think so, too. I because... think Paul knows her as that pickpocket girl. Yeah, because she's not exactly anonymous, but she's not exactly well-known either. Because does she have a name for herself? Yes. Is it wide enough for people to know who she is completely? No. There, like, there are rumors going around Mythos that um, she was the girl that burned down Carla's shop, but no one can confirm for sure because it was dark and no one was in electrical fixing lights. <laughs> <laughs> so, she tries, so, CK tries to pickpocket um, Paul, and how does Paul react? I think Paul's, like... What are you trying to do? Because I, I don't think Lila would do anything because she already knows that CK is like that and she can't change it. Yeah. But I also don't so, think she would, like, say anything because she sees CK as a friend and doesn't want to get her, like, hurt or in something. Trouble. Yeah. Oh, I see. And so they kind of just start bickering. Yeah. And then I think that Layla's mom should be walk- should walk over and just feel like, Layla, um... And just, like, interrupt their arguing and be like, Layla, there's some people who need you over at table seven. And then she's like, we are back. And then they just, like, start talking. And I think that would also be a good episode to recap on what happened in, like, the first few episodes, if we're just learning. And then, uh, when there's, like, 15 minutes left in the show, Layla, uh, brings in a bunch of people who would who would be Raul, Ingrid, Luinor, Nora, and Mel's character. They would all be brought over at the table. Well, uh, CK and Paul would be moved over to a table, and uh, Layla would be put off duty because she filled her quota for the night. Yeah. So they would start talking with each other and just get together, and then someone bursts in through the door and is just like, help, help, I need some help, and just... They all just Lala jumps other. up and runs outside, and everyone's like, oh no, and CK just follows. Yeah, because CK, CK, like, CK knows that Lila's gonna get herself CK hurt. CK is aware of what uh, Lila is capable of. Lila is capable of doing, like, serious damage, but she doesn't really do it that often. <laughs> yeah. 
because again too nice exactly she can hurt somebody really bad but she doesn't want to is a mood i mean she is she is strong because of her dad teaching her how to defend herself like especially if like a robbery happens because i'm pretty sure as a shop owner she's not unaware of the robberies that happen and nor is her father so her father will just try to teach her like this is what you need to do in order to um in order to keep the the shop shop safe yeah exactly to not have the shop be robbed hiccups jesus (laughs) yeah but that's exactly why she she knows how to fight (laughs) so when they talk to each other and they talk to the person outside i remember he had a name in our campaign but i cannot remember who he is for the life of me so they would start introducing um like he would introduce himself like hello my name is blah 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 blah, blah and a terrible tragedy has occurred there are terrible monsters d- ransacking my iron shops or something and they've stolen one of my men and i need you to go get him back he's in the goblin caves and uh, I have no defenses, and I can't do it, and you guys seem like brave heroes, so do it for me. I'll give you money. Kay thinks bye. <laughs> and CK is just like, money? Okay, I'm in. Hop on the wagon. Let's go. Because again, yeah, exactly. money hungry. I bet I bet CK just <clears throat> runs in the the cave, and Layla just follows, being like, no, wait for me. Yeah, I, I imagine that. And everyone's just like, <sighs> okay. Let's, because let's, because let's I think this. they know each other a bit now that they talked, that those two girls are stupid and get themselves in trouble. Yeah, I kind of kind of like how we get ourselves in trouble all the time. You know what I think? What? Um, that that CK teached uh, Lila how to pickpocket, so Lila did it like a few times. <laughs> And she didn't feel good about it, so she would always just set it on the ground and be like, "Hey, you dropped your wallet." Yeah, exactly. Because she would feel bad about it, especially because there would be other people around. And even if she did it to, like, if it was just a room of, like, three or four people, she would just set it on the ground. No, she would drop it on the ground and be like, um, excuse me, you dropped your wallet. And make it seem completely inconspicuous because she feels bad about stealing. Yeah, I bet, I, I think Lila could, like, be, like, sneaky. If she really wants to, she can just, like, steal stuff with her tail. Be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna tape this now. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that. But overall she's not a very um like she wouldn't do it, but she would do it. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So they get on the wagon and it starts rolling off. Do we cut the episode there or do we I don't wanna leave it on a cave. cliffhanger. I wanna go like bit more into the cave. Maybe okay, them seeing so- like a few goblins or something. Oh, keeping and like watch. They get their first exposure to the goblins, and then yeah, and they, then they, they then the, the episode cave, ends, and then they're just like, "Oh boy!" Cut to credits, ending theme. Should we continue uh, talking about like the plot of the show, or should we just? I want to continue. Actually, it's really fun. Okay, so uh, uh, they do a little intro cutscene for like a small recap of what happened beforehand kind of like in Dragon Ball because I want to steal it. <laughs> Just a little recap of the important things that happened in the final in the previous episode. Like previously on whatever the anime title is because we're not that because I don't know. 
Yes. So, previ- so previously on anime title, they would just show clips of the show, and they're just like, oh, and then it shows the final scene of them going into the goblin cave, and then they're just like, and then the crap. intro plays, and then the intro theme, Yidus. and then they get thrown into the cave. We'll do this next episode, and then we'll cut the podcast. Okay. Yes. Okay. So they go into the cave, and. They have to figure out a lighting source because the cave is really dark. I what mean, Lila can just, like, magic. CK can see... No, uh, it was Lila that could see in the dark because tieflings yes. have uh, dark vision. They do. And, so I think so Lila... Because it's, like, really dark, I don't think the goblins can see a lot either. Uh, no. So I think Lila would just, like, try to sneak by and try to, like, sneak yeah. attack the first two goblins and then just, like, get the others... And then they actually and fight the She begins. would take care of the first two goblins that would be lurking in the darkness there. While everyone else was figuring out a way to f- get a light support. Yeah, and, I think, I think CK would, like, uh, at the, at the, before she, like, takes out the two first goblins that are watching, and then CK would be like, oh, you can see in the dark, go take them out, I know you can do it. And then Layla just, like, yeah. tries to do it as nice as possible and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a good idea, I like that. So, another idea that I had was, um, because if you remember in the podcast, I'm not in the podcast, in the campaign, Louis Nor and CK hated each other. Like, they, they did not get along at all. To the point where Louis Nor turned on CK and bashed her in the leg. <laughs> with, like, six points of damage, I think, which was, like, half her health. Yeah, we had, like, 12 approximately. HP. Yeah, we had, like, 11, 12 hit points. So that's, like, approximately half of our health done with a single blow to the knee. Well, and, strong. Um, <laughs> and they would start bickering, and that would attract the attention of the goblins. And and then Paul is just like, oh, wait, oh, what's this? And just squashes them, essentially. Yeah, and then he he's like, oh, no, I didn't them. mean to do that. I, and like, oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. And then pats the corpse's dead head. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't mean to hurt them. He's like, Lila, he's just a, he's just a nice guy. E. Um, so. They kill the first two goblins, what next? Do they split up? Because I distinctly I... remember there was a left path and a right path. Yeah, okay, I think they split up in groups of three each. No, and there was also a room closer to the entrance to the right, which had angry dogs in it. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Angry dog. <laughs> I think, like, CK was, like, doing something for uh, Yeah, that was the near dogs. the end of the campaign, where CK was trying to, like, get the dogs to follow us to take out the rest of the... Yeah, I think, um, um, Lila, CK, and Paul maybe split up in one path, and the other group split in the other one, looking for more goblins. Yeah. And then... CK, um, because she has better hearing than most, I would assume, and mm-hmm. could hear, like, there's there's water running, and it sounds, it, but she could also faintly hear over the water running, like, there's goblins there, and she's just like, she quietly whispers that there's goblins there and that we need to be careful, and she douses her torch, because she was carrying a torch with her once they took out the first few goblins, she douses her torch, um, and tries to take them out, but she she does a lot of damage to one of them, and does some decent damage to the second one, though it could be better. And then when Paul relights the torch and says, "Here, you drop this," is just like, "There's more than there's more than two. 
and the, and it's not just goblins too; it's orcs as well. And then she's just like, "Oh crap!" So then, then now they're fighting goblins and orcs. Um, what do you got? I just rambled for a long time there. Sorry. <laughs> I imagine the other group like finding like a few goblins and just fighting them, and then heading back. Maybe they found some gold or something, and then they head back to see what the other group is doing. Just like see the chaos that's going on. It's not that they can see it. It's probably because they can hear it. Yeah, probably. So they rush to them and just, like, see what's going on and see the whole fucking... Oh, crap, there's orcs. ...stuff that's going on. And there's orcs. <laughs> yes. Um, I think um, Melody's character should cast... I really want to say hideous laughter, but I don't know if Melody's character knew hit. No, Melody's character did not, unfortunately, know <laughs> hideous laughter. Wait, maybe she did. No, I don't no, think she... she did. Oh, she didn't know hideous laughter. Ugh, none of our characters are wizards, so they can't do hideous laughter. <laughs> I love hideous laughter. Okay, so, and I think... Ooh, I just thought of, like, it might be... Uh a weird idea but it's good in my head and it might sound bad on paper because it would be like a self-insert of some sort oh it's okay but i think they because you know remember how they were cells with dogs in them yes i think some of those cells should have characters that would look very similar and act very similar to the way that we would and they would be like prisoners there that were captured and had been left in there for a long time like probably like a few weeks and they oh, were just, like, trying to get out. I remember something that, that happening in the one-shot that we did. What happened? Hmm? No, what happened? Like, what happened oh, in the one-shot? In the one-shot, we, we found... Louis and I... Lunar and Lila walked down to that... One of the places. Yeah. And there were, like, a lot of cells there with, like, spider monsters and scorpions. And there were also a few people in there. Like, other cells next to it. And I think one of the scorpions actually broke down and out of the cage and heard Lila. And then Louis Nora and Lila took it took it out. And just like oh. left the other one. <laughs> and I remember that then happening. She, then then the... Louis like broke open the cage with one or two persons in there with his thief tools and got them out. Uh, oh, I see. I remember that happening, though CK herself was not present for that because she was on the other side fighting orcs and goblins. Yes, I remember that. Um, okay, so they take out the goblins, they clear the area, they get all the loot, and there's a treasure chest there, and then they go back, and then there's... The then first the set up her camp and then look for the... No, they look Yeah, for... they sit outside. They do for... a they short up... camp, short rest, and eat something, and then go look for the one person. Yeah, they rest missing. for like two, three hours, just like waiting. Yeah, looking if there to. are more goblins and want to recharge if there's like anything more. Okay, so what happens after? After the short rest. Okay, I think they, they went looking for the one guy that was missing. Yeah. Found him and then tr- healed him a bit. Because I know Lila probably has a healing potion on her at yeah, all times. Yeah, she has healing magic. Yeah, she does. I think. She has two healing spells. One touch oh. spell and one faraway spell. Oh, I see. 
Yeah, and she heals him and then walks out with, like, I think Paul takes him on his back. And then they go out of the cave and bring the man back to the town guy and give him the the stuff that was missing. uh, But, oh, I just thought of another kind of, like, idea that would set up Hmm. for some conflict between the characters. What if CK saw, remember how Lila in the campaign saw this room with a big ruby gem in it and almost killed two people? What if CK saw that gem, but saw it was surrounded by goblins, essentially? Well, she would take it. Yeah, she would sneak back in and take it. She would sneak back in the middle of the night with with a tiny little torch and try and take it. And the commotion would wake the rest of the crew up because I mean, not... she would probably take like Lila with her because she might know that that Lila could sneak past because she can see in the dark. Yeah, so Lila would be taken with CK. They would sneak out, and kind of like how we would sneak out and get in trouble, and they would get in <laughs> trouble. They got because um, CK is not, although she is a stealthy person, she could care less. Pardon my throat, just like oh, it's okay, no worries. <laughs> She would not care if she hurt any of the goblins so long as she got the gem and sold it for a lot of money. Yes. So in her carelessness for those goblins, when she got the get when she got the gem, she started walking out and crushed one of the goblins' ankles. Wow. Obviously he screamed and woke up the rest of the goblins. And they're like, huh? Huh? And then they're just like, Oh, I think oh, Lila and CK here. would just run out. Yeah, they would try to, but there were other guards would show up at the door, and they're like, oh, crap, we gotta fight these guys now. So then they'd start fighting, and they were clearly outnumbered, but they but they held their own weight for a little bit. And they were and... so loud that the other group woke up, didn't they? Yeah. I bet, like the, I bet the goblins were really loud, so I think that the rest of the group heard it. Yes. They will and, all be, like, really sleepy, though. <laughs> yeah, but eventually when they got back, they'd be really mad. So the, so the crew wakes up, hears the commotion, and it's just like... And then they look around, and they'll be like, Wait, where's CK and Layla? Cut back, they're still fighting, they're tired out. Goblins. More goblins. And a <laughs> rut raggy there's a hobgoblin, and, and more, um, freaking orcs. And they're just like... Yeah, we're gonna die. Yeah, so the rest of the group comes, uh, TK and Lila rest for a bit, and then start fighting again. And I bet one of the characters in the group is like, did you have to get that ruby? Did you have to? Louis exactly. Nor, definitely. And Louis Nor is just like, is, is looking at CK because he knows CK is responsible for this, and it's just like, you had to get that ruby, didn't you? You just had to. And she's like, what? Free money. And Louie just face pops as hard as he freaking can. And Nora's exactly. just like, guys, let's get back on track. Let's I think go. one of one of the, the group people just takes care of Lila because she's like, such in shock. Because I bet she would be so scared, like, being surrounded by goblins. Yeah. I mean, she knows how to hold her ground, but she she is not Layla- strong enough to take an army of, go- of goblins on by herself. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, even though CK was there, Layla is, like, because you told me you were, like, an easily scared person, 
Yes. So when Layla started fighting the goblin, she's just like she starts panicking and it's just like um and her spells become less effective and so and Seek is just like oh do I really have to I do mean, everything again? <laughs> she she knows how to like fight without weapons. She can like fist fight and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she, she's very athletic and she can do stuff. But she's scared, and that but fear she's scared back. that like breaks everything of her. It interferes with the whole yes. thing, with the whole assignment. Like, Help! <laughs> I imagine her like this, like because she has like such a long tail, she can just like take the goblins and throw them out of panic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that and CK really would be like, anything. "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, because uh, CK is not a clean person when yeah, it comes exactly. to the language. I just never But you don't her. say fuck. Yeah. Because I feel like people will hold it against me. <laughs> you said a bad word once, though. Anyways. <laughs> um, that, anyways, they, they continue fighting. They clear out the room, the cave, and CK, as soon as that last goblin is knocked out or killed or something, she she's gone. She left Layla. She's gone. Lala would be upset. Yeah, and then everyone's upset with CK. Lala would just, like, sit on the floor being really sad. When Paul leans down, like, kneels on one- like, gets down on one knee and asks, with a hand on Layla's shoulder, what happened? She obviously knows it's not her fault and blatantly says it to Paul's face, was just like, it was CK's idea. Yeah, I bet she starts crying. (laughs) Yeah, she'd probably be sad because CK's not there and she'd be looking around and then she's just, aww. And her friend's not there. <laughs> and now she's yeah. sad. She would be so really then, upset that CK just left her and just left her in that panic state that she is in because all the goblins woke yeah. up. Yeah. And then she, and then they go back to. They go back to the hotel bar potion shop because it doubles as kind of like a hotel. I don't know if a hotel is the right. Room. I don't know. I think they have some rooms to sleep in. Yeah, for like special customers or for traveling yes. heroes. And and they go back and they don't see CK in the room because she's down in the bar area where late at night it's very crowded and very hard to pick apart people. But, however, because she always has her hair in that little brown bun on top of her head, she was relatively easy to pick out from the rest of the crowd. So, Ingrid grabs CK, drags her upstairs, sits her down on the bed, and everyone just starts, like, getting in her face. Like, what the hell happened? Why did you do that? I think Lelo would just be sitting outside mm-hmm. of the room. And then, when the when the whole fight is over, and CK thinks she'd won, when obviously she didn't, she goes back out, uh, talks to Layla about it, and she's just like, I'm sorry. And CK, pardon my throat, it's absolutely done. Oh, it's okay. She's just like, CK never apologizes to anyone, except for Layla, or Layla's family. Yeah, and, because she's close to them. Yeah, and it's really sincere when CK does it, because she knows she's truly, royally screwed up. And so... She's just like, I forgive you, they hug, and, like, they go back inside, and they go back to sleep, and the morning comes, and they're just like, wait, there's trouble in the, there's trouble in the iron mine, down, down at the next, uh, down at the friggin', the 
the, the dwarf caves or whatever it was, which would kind of pair <laughs> into our current campaign. We're gonna tie a bunch of campaigns together. Yeah, probably we can tie the the one shot that we had together. Yeah, uh, when we continue our campaign, we'll quote unquote make more episodes about it. But for now, we're just yes. gonna tie a bunch of one shots together until the campaign continues. Yes, so we will. Like they they apologize. She, no, she apologizes. They hug. They make up. Um, they go back inside, morning comes, they're down in the bar area eating breakfast, and just another man, another, it's a dwarf this time, instead of a human, it's a dwarf. A dwarf person, and just as tiny as can be, with all of his curiosity, just tiny, like, immediately, like, he's, he's just, like, screaming, essentially. He's screaming, sees the heroes, knows them because they helped, and heroes obviously get attention for it, and it's just like, oh, thank god you're here, I need your help. Immediately, and then and then they all just look at each other, silently nod, get up, and be like. Lila just like silently. ask ask her mom if she can take some potions with her because she knows it's gonna be tough this time again. Yeah. And when they're leaving, uh, they hadn't paid for their breakfast yet, so CK just shouts back, "Put it on her tab," and the episode ends. I don't think CK has to pay because she is a part of the family at that point. Yeah, but she just wants, yeah, but she's saying for everyone else, because they didn't pay for their food either. And referring to her tab, she's referring to Kim's tab, in which case she doesn't have one. <laughs> so she's basically just straight up lying to Layla's mom's face, saying, yeah. oh yeah, put it on her tab. And she's just like, oh yeah, sure, wait a dang second. <laughs> yeah, I think Layla just got shorter on money than that day. Yeah. And episode ends. Ending theme. Credits. Yay. Uh, okay. That's, um, we've got ten episodes in the back. the end of this podcast now. Yeah, because we've been rambling for, how long have we been recording? Two hours. Jesus Christ. This was a very fun episode. We went from anime to cartoonish anime. and To, to making to... our own anime. Yes. Thank you again to Will Holland from... Conversations about dot, 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 dot for giving us this question. Yes. Uh, uh, it was the, one of the most fun questions we've ever had. And we could do a two-hour podcast with only that question. I We did do a two-hour podcast with only that question. <laughs> it was fun. So, yeah. Would do this again. Um, if you have any more questions, uh, send please them send Anchor, a voice message. If you have more questions that you want to give me on Discord... You can uh, contact me on Instagram. Yeah, contact him. She's the host. You can, you contact can contact me, me on uh, Twitter or Instagram and DMs. And I will give you my Discord server and you can ask questions there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am the one responsible for the questions, the editing, and all that. If I get questions, though, I will bring them to the host. Yes. Give I'm, them I'm open to for me. questions, too. Uh, I I don't have this. I don't have Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have Twitter or Instagram. But if you give her questions on Discord, she will give them to me, and we will record an episode where your uh, question might be featured. Hey, <laughs> we might do an entire um podcast about your one question because we really like it. So if you yeah, want, yeah, just that, as we uh, did, we did an entire podcast about how long was that voice message? Two twenty two seconds. Yeah. We turned a 22-second audio into a two-hour podcast. It was almost a minute. One-minute voice message into two-hour podcast. Yeah. We, we did this twice, crazy. actually. 
in our second episode, we got a question from Will Holland, again, asking about, like, art and music and just ourselves in general. Yeah. Because in the first episode, we talked about video games. Mm-hmm. And in the second episode, we got a question from Will asking about, like, what art and music is like for us and what it's just like as us. Like, what about us do we know? And this is another, and this is the second episode where Will has given us a question that we turn into a podcast. Because Will's questions are really good, and Will's podcast is really good. Go listen to it. I've said it new times in this podcast. Go listen to it. I will have can. links to the Mifa podcast and to the Conversation About Dot 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 podcast in the, in the description of this podcast. Yeah. Saying podcast in one sentence, like, four times is hard. It doesn't even sound like a word anymore, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just say podcast a lot of times in, uh, I wanted to say German. <laughs> after. Yeah, after each other. After. Okay, uh, I don't know how to end this. This was a fun podcast. I hope yes. we will record one soon again. Yeah. We will probably maybe record tomorrow if we have another theme, maybe next week, but this is a podcast that we just did. We wanted to record the past two days, but I was, I just, Sleeping. I got tired of waiting and fell Sleep. asleep. I fell asleep at 6 p.m. like three times because you were like, oh, um, no, I'm just give me some time. I'll be ready. And then like you text me at 8 p.m. And it was I fell asleep at that time. <laughs> okay. Um, this was fun. End this. How do we end this? Yeah, check out my social media. I'll put my link tree in the... <laughs> In the description, I'll put the Mythos podcast and the conversation about dot 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 podcast in the description. Yeah. Uh, you can contact uh, me on Twitter or Instagram in DM chat and I feel like ask you said for this stuff. already. <laughs> yes, but I have to mention it again. Okay. Um, Check out my Twitch and YouTube. You. We're streaming there. Yeah. Mostly on uh, Twitch. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. Um, enjoy yourselves, and, uh, please remember, this is all our opinion. Yeah. Bye-bye! Yes. It's Bye. just our opinion. Bye! That's our ending thing. <laughs>